Electric Friends, a Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. to imagine what it must have been like to be someone in their early 20s, essentially still a kid in a lot of ways, becoming an overnight star across the entire country and around the world. In today's world, it feels like people are more equipped to handle such things. In fact, many young people crave it while putting up their content on social media for the whole world to see in a matter of seconds. There's also a greater understanding of mental health and there is less tolerance of antisocial behaviour. But back in 1979, the world was a very different place, and few artists had experienced a meteoric rise in a matter of weeks than Gary Newman in the latter half of 1979. Fans were particularly hardcore, the press was scathing, and people such as Gary were kind of left to get on with it and hope for the best, where record companies nowadays no doubt have scores of people working behind the scenes on public image, PR, health support and what have you, something tells me that Beggar's Banquet didn't quite have that kind of experience and focus back then, and neither did any label. So for this episode of Electric Friends, we'll look back at a fan favourite track that delved into how Gary saw his fans and newfound fame back then, it's 1980s Remind Me To Smile. By 1980s Telecon release, Gary was already contemplating retiring from live performances. Having dealt with too much drama and danger, and perhaps something that someone with an undiagnosed Asperger's condition was struggling to cope with. And so he wrote several songs, like we've discussed in past episodes, about how he was dealing with fame and fans. Songs like We Are Glass, I Die You Die, and Sleep By Windows. And then there's Remind Me To Smile. On the face of it, it's an electro-pop banger. But like the rest of Telecon, it's full of angst, fear, and paranoia. In his first book, Praying to the Aliens, Gary explained that the entire album is full of confusion, disappointment and paranoia. It makes repeated references to leaving, to being used. Remind Me to Smile is also about being famous and reflects my reaction to it. The line we could remind ourselves that we must laugh summed up how false and how unnatural it had all become. Keep all your fantasies, that's all we are, was another. And in relation to his fans, he said, I do have my hardcore followers who can be a little eccentric. There's one man who for 15 years always stood in the front of my gigs with his arms folded. He'd studied a picture where I'm standing with folded arms looking moody and he wouldn't move a muscle for the whole show. We went to Brussels to do a gig and there he was on the boat walking about. I'd never seen him actually moving before. We've only recently got him out of the habit, but he's a perfectly normal person when you speak with him. That's a little extreme, but not seriously weird. This form of adulation has been around pop music since the beginning and I enjoy it. I have another fan who, if she's on form, will arrive at the gigs with a set of handcuffs, one handcuff on her wrist and the other one open. When I stroll down to the front of the stage, she'll have her handcuffed hand out, inviting me to touch her fingers, and as soon as I do, she'll whip her other arm round and try to handcuff me. She never brings the key with her, so if she succeeded, that would be the end of the show. So far, her only victims have been fellow fans. The police have had to be called on several occasions after she's handcuffed herself to some poor unsuspecting man that she's taken a fancy to. And there are some fans though who can't differentiate between fantasy and reality. I think all artists attract their fair share of people who are a little unstable. It doesn't matter whether you're Gary Newman or John Bon Jovi. One girl who was actually kept in a mental home after throwing acid in someone's face thought she was married to me. She would send me letters talking about how good our life would be together when she got out. She escaped once and the hospital phoned us to warn us. I was living with someone at the time, so God knows what she would have done if she'd found out that her husband was living with someone else. 
Luckily, she was recaptured fairly quickly, but it was a bit scary. However, most fans are happy with a rummage through a dustbin or stealing flowers from the garden. It's an irritation at times, but harmless. Well, rather you than me, Gary. Uh, what starts off as a quiet track with a simple synth percussion. I love the bananas that kick in at around 40 seconds. And in typical Gary fashion, it takes a full minute before it gets properly going, and it's another one of his fascinating lyrics that gets you immediately intrigued. We'll take a taxi to the show. One of his most catchy choruses of all time as Gary continues to talk about his paranoia and struggles with fame. This is of course followed by a call and answer bridge which lends itself perfectly to performing live with fans shouting back at him. To be honest, for a long time I didn't know all the lyrics here, so in case you didn't know, he goes you, you, oh no, old scars don't show. We fall, you see, crawl, crawl in love. I dive so clean, young things don't scream. Toys, toys, so far, boys, boys, you are. It's not as good when I'm saying it, but there you go. It's an incredibly catchy song, and one that you reckon would have been a big hit in 1980, with all the emerging new wave and synth-pop music dominating the charts. But sadly, Remind Me To Smile was never released as a single in the UK. And judging from your comments, this was a very bad decision. As we explained in the episode about this wreckage, Gary has admitted that that was the wrong choice of first single from the album, if you don't count the non-album releases We Are Glass and I Die You Die. While this wreckage is a great song, it wasn't particularly radio friendly, especially compared to the bombastic Remind Me To Smile. However, it was released as a single in North America, with I Dream Of Wires as the B-side. And this version is a radio edit at just over 3 minutes, which lets the song get going much quicker. So you wonder what may have happened if this got the nod over this wreckage in the UK. In terms of personnel, according to the liner notes, you had Gary on vocals, keyboards, drum, programming and guitar, Paul Gardner on bass, Sed Sharpley on drums and percussion, Chris Payne on keyboards, Russell Bell on guitar, Dennis Haynes on keyboards, and it was recorded at Rock City and Matrix and engineered by Nick Smith, Steve Smith, Graham Meyer and Jess Sutcliffe. 
It remains a huge life favourite and is currently his 13th most performed song of all time. Throughout my life, I've had what some people might call resting bitch face, where if I'm not overtly smiling, it looks like I'm miserable. Um, the amount of times I've been told to smile or cheer up when I was perfectly fine, and now if anything, you've made me grumpy by saying that. So this song, for the title and chorus at least, always gives me a chuckle, as I feel like I can relate to it a lot. And um, it seems it's a favourite for most of you as well. Looking at your comments, on Twitter, Adrian Tudor said, For me, Remind Me To Smile was always one of the first songs played, and it got the crowd going. But I didn't like the shouted bits and percussion and frankly still don't. Uh, not even sure it would have made the ideal single. Maybe I'm an agent had more pulling power. Uh, Simon said, uh, love that song with a classic CR78 intro. See also Blondie's Heart of Glass and Roxy Music's Same Old Scene. Very true. Um, always felt to me that this was Newman's lost third number one single in the UK. Uh, Squig87 uh, said, great track. Uh, he plays it at almost every gig you go to. How it wasn't a single is beyond me. Uh, on Facebook, Chris Fielding, singer from Tubeway Days that we spoke to before, said it was his favourite song to sing live, so there you go. Uh, Stephen Forrester-Welling said, Fantastic song with some beautiful synths in the chorus. It would have been a great single, it's true, but with an extra chorus instead of the shouty bit, in my opinion. Uh, Dave Morton said, It's one of the top three from Telecon. The words glass cage still make me scowl like Newman or Billy Idol when doing a bit of car karaoke. The duality of trying to write a successful song on the negative aspects of being successful must have met with Gary's Mellon, uh, best played loud and danced to like no one's watching. Uh, Chris Talbot said, my schoolmate Suresh and I used to sing Remind Me To Smile at school, mostly through French all the time and it pissed the teacher right off. And I failed French. Well, not a surprise there, Chris. Uh, Paul Demon said, lots of people say metal should have been a single, Remind Me To Smile should have been a single, etc, etc. But do you know what? I don't think it would have made a blind bit of difference. All fantastic tracks, but Gary was not only being attacked by the music media at the time and being neglected by the national radio stations, but also struggling with his own internal demons and challenges. So yeah, amazing track, but just as great as an album track as an unreleased single. So there you go, thanks for all those comments. Uh, and in Newman News, he's heading out on tour with Frontline Assembly and Ministry again in the States next month, and there's plenty of dates and meet and greet opportunities if you're over there. And uh, Gary has also promised uh, has plenty of great video content in 2024. He has said that the edits are ready now um, for his 2022 Wembley show, as well as his Revolution Roundhouse show uh, from a few years ago, which I remember being at and being particularly brilliant, as well as his acoustic tour last year as well. So lots to look forward to. Um, and that is it for this episode. Thanks for joining me again. I hope you had a great Christmas and New Year's since I spoke to you last. I've uh, been to America and back on our wedding and honeymoon since then. So thanks for all the kind messages about that and in general about the show. It really does mean a lot. Yeah, it's great to know that you're enjoying it and like what you're hearing. So please do get in touch. You can find me on socials, which is at Newman Podcast on Facebook, X, Instagram and TikTok. Plus you can email me newmanpodcast at gmail.com. And you can catch the show, subscribe, follow, etc. all at newmanpodcast.com. And if somehow you're listening to this and haven't subscribed, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get them. So for now, have a good one, and I'll speak to you soon. 
Celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. pioneer.